The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. I'm your girl, E. Missy K. And over here... Oh, my turn. Okay. <laughs> you know she always starts at the end of the section. But it's your girl, Haley B. And I'm Lala. And I'm Lady D's. And we have a fire show for y'all today. Yes. yes so, um, ladies, we have a politician in the house. Oh. So we got to be on our best behavior. Oh, man. What you trying to say? We have to be on our oh. best behavior. We're always on our best behavior. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we have Leslie Hagen Morgan. Did I say that right? Um, yes. He is running for the 59th District Assemblyman okay. position. Sweet. Yes. Nice. So um, just so you guys know, we do not endorse, but we support all artists. Yes. Yes. And every likes walks of life. And so Absolutely. we're going to hear what he has to say. We're going to get to know him before you guys vote for him, if yeah, that's right. what you choose to do. And um, we also have um, another Skype interview. We have nice. Brandy Kirby J. She's going to um, be interviewed by Lala Young today yes. during um, What's on Everyone's Lips. Yes. So, Lala, mm. do you book? <laughs> okay, how are, is everyone doing? Fantastic, I'm good. Ah, okay, Check. So, I'm good. Yeah, you good? I like <laughs> those earrings. You can I just fall those. in line. I want those. Mm. So <laughs> first, we're going to talk about this um, uh, fire challenge. So there's this young lady; she's 12 years old in Michigan, 12. and the challenge is to set yourself on fire and videotape it. What the? Heck? I mean, what? That that that's <laughs> almost as bad as that Kiki challenge. People jumping back in their cars. That is dumb. See, now you can go like a mile per hour on Knock that it off. one. So Knock you it gotta off. drench You're not condoning that. I'm Where not, is her mother? She was at work. So she said if she wouldn't have gotten home when she did, the baby would have been dead. Because she has like third degree, third degree burns. So she's going to be a long process for her to recover. Second and third degree burns. She so was at home by herself? 12. 12? Yeah, she's fine. That's legal. Yeah, she's okay. But you ain't. That's just dumb. But you, but you're legal. not thinking about setting yourself on fire. Where'd she get that? The, right. The, There's the something terribly wrong with this whole thing. The worst picture. I'm thinking about leaving my kids at home by themselves is putting some aluminum foil in the microwave. <laughs> you know? But not <laughs> right. set yourself on fire. Exactly. It's insane. <laughs> so they're doing a lot of crazy challenges. So was this it on is... video? Did, did, did people see it? Well, they didn't actually see it. They didn't know. She just knew what was going on when she got there. So but it wasn't video? That was it the whole purpose, right? That was the whole purpose of it. So she probably didn't even get oh, okay. a Okay, because I'm saying, because I don't want some other fool 
you know, following suit. Well, it's, I mean, they have these different challenges that is, that's on Instagram, social media, that everyone is doing just to get these likes and stuff. But you said to set your hand. I'm going to kill myself for likes. Exactly. It, um, basically, you have to put your hand on fire and see if the fire holds and then put it out quickly. She set her whole body on fire. She that had, girl is crazy. She probably didn't read the directions. She didn't read the directions on that one. Lala said she didn't read the directions. <laughs> she didn't read the directions. <laughs> she didn't read the directions. Hey, I'm like, that's what you supposed to do first. <laughs> what if you have a flammable outfit? Look, us millennials. She probably had a weave, huh? I think us millennials get so tired of the 90s kids talking about us. <laughs> we just want to show y'all something. Do we something. on fire. Okay. <laughs> Shut it Wait, down. Literally, you're on fire. She did okay. Not say that. <laughs> what else we got, Lala? Another thing. There's a gentleman. Um, his name was um, Rocco. He actually was in. Um, where was? He? I'm so sorry. In North Hills, and he was playing this little prank, which he wanted to see how many times he can call or yell out the N-word to see what someone was going to do. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. he kept doing it, and one of these um, bars that he was at, he actually was kicked out. But there was one where he approached this young gentleman that was 24, mm -hmm. and he actually stabbed him. He stabbed him in the neck, and he actually died. So, Wait, Lala, the, the, is this is, is this your version of jackass? Because you got right. some of the stupidest people but look, but wait. in the news today. <laughs> wait. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but, it's, it's full of but Wait, <laughs> yes. wait. So the who got stabbed? The one that was the hollering the N-word? No, or the, the black guy. He approached a uh, young black okay. guy that was 24 and stabbed him in the neck, and he died. Wow. He stabbed the black guy? Yes, he did. He did. And then the crazy uh, thing is he thought that he can ask the police officer in the car for a ride home. But the the police officer had already knew who he was and what was going on, so they arrested him. So he is arrested. Wait, how could he ask for a ride home if he just killed somebody? Yeah, well, Actually, but how, that's what, what he, he did. <laughs> that's exactly what he did, though. I think this is way of snitching yeah. on himself, pretty much. And it is it was in Pittsburgh, but that's what he did. So the, they have a GoFundMe up to collect oh money for the gentleman for the, up there for the for guy the, that passed. For right. the guy that passed. I need oh. you to clarify. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yes, his yeah. name is Cameron. Okay. okay. Oh, Sorry, Cameron. Prayers to your family and friends. What yes. else we got? Well, um, pretty much that's um, we're waiting for our interview with Brandy. Is Brandy on? Is she gonna? Yes. Come okay. on now. Whoa, hey, Brandy. Hey. Brandy. We need have. Do phones. we need our phones? Yes, we do. <coughs> Can you? Hello. <laughs> okay, so while we wait to uh, we get it together, Brandy J, are you still muted? What's going on here? So this is what happens when you have live when you have a live show. Oh, there we go. Are you there, Brandy? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Now we can. clear. How are you doing? Sorry, this is my first time on Skype. So I was oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, we have the owner, editor in chief of Lux magazine Ooh, also the ceo and founder of brandy curvy j right. we have been dealing with you for so long yes i do want to say how proud i am of you because you are definitely making a difference in um the community um Thank and for you. those who do not know you can you please explain to everyone what it is you exactly do for the young ladies and the older ladies as well yes well i am um... A, bo a body positive advocate and I started Lux Curves magazine 
uh, will be three in October, mm-hmm. um, three years ago, because what I wanted to do was to show curvy plus size women in an elegant way. And I just got tired of them thinking we didn't have a lifestyle, like we do nothing. And that's why I started Lux Curves Magazine and will be three in October. And then I launched my own talk show, uh, the Lux Curves TV with Brandy J. And then we renamed it to the Brandy J Talk Show because it was really important for me, for young black girls to see, for one, a curvy woman, a curvy woman on front of the camera and doing her thing. And that was really important for me to, uh, for them to see. I think that we um, we first got introduced to you back when we were in Rancho Cucamonga yes. when we first started ourselves three right. years ago. Uh, yeah, I believe you were doing a fashion show back then. Exactly. Yes, I was doing New York Fashion Week Plus. I am the creator and co and founder of New York Fashion Week Plus, which is the first ever uh, fashion show during New York Fashion Week for plus size women. I did that in 2015. Yeah. And launched Lux Curves magazine, and then we did Lux Curves Fashion Night in 2016 in LA. That's wonderful. You also have a book called Curvy Secret of Unshakable Confidence. How is that going? It's, oh God, it's been a process of writing it, but Mm -hmm. I finally got done with it, but I'm still adding to it. So it's the um, Unshakable Curvy Confidence. And what it's about is basically people always ask me, how did I get my confidence? And this book tells them basically how I got it. Being a survivor, um, a domestic violence survivor, and um, I, uh, when I was younger, I attempted suicide twice because of my size. So this book really opens up to them on how I actually build my confidence through the strength of my grandmother who was, who, you know, she passed away years ago, but she was the ultimate curvy woman to me. And she showed me how to love myself. And this book really shows people the stories and the experience I had and how I had to continue to channel her through me even after her passing. Right. And I really give people insight of what I've been through because people always have the perception when you're a public figure that your life is perfect and you don't right. struggle. And this book lets them know I am a real human being and I have had struggles. Right. Lovely. That's incredible. She's I, a rock star. Yes, yes, she is. We, I was um, watching this show and it was about young women and older women who are getting their butts injected. Mm. And with oh. them it made them look even bigger. So even the ones who were getting these butt injections and getting bigger, their self-esteem wasn't even there because it's like now they're killing themselves just to get a full figure. So when you're dealing with young women, how do you even approach that situation? I actually had a young woman inbox me and it was when, you know, when waist trainers were really big. So Mm -hmm. a company gave me a waist trainer and I was wearing it, couldn't breathe half the damn time, but uh, was wearing it. And she contacted me. She was 16, and she said, I saw you with the waist trainer, and I think I need one, too. And it really made me stop in my tracks to realize these young girls are paying attention to what I'm doing. Right. And I told her, you don't need it because your body is still developing, and you're perfect the way you are. So that moment made me stop wearing a waist trainer. Right. Um, because to me is like, I don't want a young girl, they already have enough pressure as it is with social media and thinking, you know, filters make people think that's reality when it's not. And so for me, it's more like teaching the young girls that your body is still changing. When you have kids, your body is going to continue to change. But if you don't love yourself on the inside, 
It doesn't matter what your body looks like because you're never going to be happy. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. Wow. Awesome. That was My, profound. Yes, it was. <laughs> it is. At what age did you realize that you wanted to just be happy within yourself? Because I know there's certain situations, whether you're dealing with a man or your parents or things at school. I know at a, at a young age, there's like an echo. At a young age, you struggle with it. But as you get older, I want to know at what age did you say, you know what, I'm comfortable in my own, in my own cell, my own skin. When was that? It was, I, for me, it was two times. It was when, the first time when I was 18, mm-hmm. um, that's before I had my daughter. I had her when I was 21. So um, that's when I was just like, you couldn't tell me nothing. I was small waist, curvy, rocking mini skirts, bikini <laughs> You couldn't tell Brady J nothing when she was 18. And then when I had my daughter, I gained 60 pounds. Oh, so, and being 21, my body changed in a way I wasn't used to it. Right. And then I was in an abusive relationship. So, and suffering from postpartum depression. So mm-hmm. all these things. And then once I got free of that, the depression, the ex-husband, I started falling in love with me and I just started working out more. And I was down to a size 12. And that's when I said, okay, I love myself at this size. Right. I love curvy. I never want to be a size two, six or whatever. Um, and I was that size at one point when I was pregnant with my daughter because I had morning, noon, and night sickness. And I got mm. from a size 14 to a size six. And I was like a damn crackhead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Been I there. don't. <laughs> my bones now. And I was like, ew, this is not me. So it was when I was 18. And then again, when I was in my 20s, when I realized I just love brandy. And after I had my son when I was 30, that's when I got into the industry because I was just frustrated with the lack of fashion options they had for curvy plus size women. And I was also frustrated with them not showing us having a lifestyle. Right. Yeah. You know, for me, it was and I was the biggest with my son. After I had him, I was a 22 and I just lost the weight. And I just said, I'm going to do this because I just want all women to know that. First of all, we're not meant to be all the same size. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. I I love the fact that God blessed me with a small waist, baby making thighs and the big butt. Baby making thighs. Baby making hips. I mean, you said I've got trouble over the years. Um, but it's and I tell people I don't have you know, he didn't bless me with big breasts, but I have to love myself and be like, it's okay. Right. Because I have an older sister who was 300 pounds, and she had that surgery. I forgot the surgery that uh, for her stomach. Gastric and she, Gastric bypass. So she went from 300 pounds to, like, 100 pounds, and mm. it just it just doesn't look right on her. But she is not happy because mentally she's not happy. Wow. So okay. that makes me know that it doesn't matter what size you are. It starts with... You, you have to love yourself no matter what. Right, and it's yeah. hard because there's days I wake up like, oh, my God, look at Absolutely. this extra roll. And I'm just, okay, it is what it is. And my man ain't complaining, so why should I complain? Exactly. Well, just change your outfit. Just change exactly. your outfit. Well, <laughs> Loose fitted clothes works every time. We definitely <laughs> want to thank you for... Can you hear me? Thank you yeah. for... Definitely thank you for tuning in and giving us your side of the story as far as how you are where you are right now and helping these individuals out in, in the communities. So can you please let everyone know where they can find you? 
Yes, you can follow Lux Curves on all the social media platforms. That's L-U-X-E, Curves with a K. And that's on all of our social media and media platforms. And then Brandy Curvy J. Brandy with two E's, Curvy with a K, J. And that's Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, Snapchat. Very easy to find. And um, we'll be in New York in two weeks for New York Fashion Week, covering awesome. a lot of Yay. New York shows and doing amazing interviews. And we have a couple events coming up at the end of the year. So you can always just find us on social media. Love it. Thank you, you, Thank you so much, Brandy. <laughs> All the best to you. That's awesome. Yes, it is. It would have been nice to have her and Latanya on the same show. Man, yes, absolutely. Definitely. I'm okay with the um, double positivity, right. you know, back to back. So that works for me. <laughs> yeah. Especially since right. I'm a curvy woman. Hey, y'all. <laughs> anyway, Lala. Well, yes. That's it. Or am I what I'm playing? What are we doing? What are we doing? You're gonna take us into <laughs> our break so we can get to okay. our kissable nights. This is your girl Lala. You can find me on Eva CK Loose Lip Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This has been incredible. And up next we are going to deal with the beautiful ladies okay. with kissable nights and dating after fifty. We'll be right back. <laughs> I 
Hello and welcome back to the EMCK's Loose Lip Show. That was um, Mellow T. Pull up on you. Mm. I like that song. Yes, Y'all like nice. that? I loved it. So we're doing something um, a little different. We've been doing it, but I'm going to make it public now. Um, we're actually um, going to start featuring a lot of these new artists. Because that was the whole nice. purpose of us doing EMCK's yeah, Loose right. Lips show. And we kind of got away from it. So um, I want artists to submit your music. Can we at least get some clean music? Some, I was listening please. to some of that stuff. I was like, <laughs> wait. <laughs> just, you know, just, you know, I don't want to limit it to R&B and Neo Soul. Right. But um, if you submit me some, some hip hop, give me the clean version. Give me a radio version. I know you got it in you. Anyway, Lady D's. Yes. How are you? I am good. Let's rock and roll. Why? Because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> She because really, here she, I'm the boss. She, no, she really thinks she's grown. Right? Because here I'm the boss. Mm-hmm. Outside this door, nope, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Good evening and welcome to the E Music K's Loose Lips show with these crazy women. <laughs> and welcome our, our uh, male perspective. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's all that? I the males. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Leslie, huh? we got a new sponsor. Oh, we got to do that. What happened? So we got a new sponsor. We got to take that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what you talking uh, about? Right. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <She> looking? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, I want to talk to the young women today. Okay, I'm young. Me too. Um, <laughs> I I am so so sick and tired of hearing women who go out with these men and after the first date they automatically assume they're in a relationship mm. oh, right? what is oh, that I'm sorry. dudes what do is it that? too I, dudes well, do it too i think it's, i think it's different i'm for, telling you they I do it too no, i think it's different for dudes i think <laughs> it, 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 i think that for for dudes if you if, especially if you give it up Early, mm-hmm. right, and you do it right. They don't come till they get tired. Mm. It ain't so much as they think they're in a relationship. Okay, they just kind of want seconds and thirds and fourths until they don't want it anymore. <laughs> okay, but with women, they they start getting their feelings all involved after right. the first date. Mm-hmm. They go into these relationships, into these meetings with these guys, first greet and meet or whatever, and. That's their mindset. Yeah, yeah they want you to change your face. This is gonna status. be my next man. Right. You don't even mm-hmm. know this right. dude. Right, and then when you start when you when you start taking on that persona, then they start calling and texting, and then when he don't text you back, you, you know, all of a sudden you upset, right? Because you think that he just dogs you out. No, you dogged yourself out mm-hmm. because you went into this into this situation automatically assuming something that you should not. Okay. I think the first thing is that you need to when we go into these relationships in the beginning, we're meeting people, going with an open mind. Mm-hmm. You're looking for a friend. A friend. A friend. Not a lover. Not a boyfriend. You know, so you're open for anything. So if you if you do that, then you don't get caught up in some foolishness, you know, or some fool that's gonna beat your head in or whatever. But we go in with the wrong mindset. And I a lot of it I shouldn't say this, but a lot of it I think is um the fathers. I blame the fathers. Mm. I do. Okay. I blame the fathers because I think fathers, um, need to teach their daughters early on what's a good relationship. Leslie. What does it look like? How many daughters you got? I got one. <laughs> How old is she? She's three. Three Ooh. and a half. See? So by the time she especially by the time she gets like five, mm-hmm. you need to know. start dating your daughter. Definitely. 
taking your daughter to dinner. <laughs> she's like, no, no, she's right. Taking your daughter to dinner, reinforcing your daughter, telling your daughter how beautiful she is, how smart she is. Because if you if you don't do that, some other fool's gonna come along and gonna tell her those things, and it's, and it's not gonna be pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time too, I feel like it's it's both. It's not just the the fathers. Right. Fathers have a, a big role in it as far as like making sure that. She's the apple of his eye, the queen, and teaching him that. Right. But also, I feel like a mother is supposed to teach her daughter that just because a guy tells you that you're cute and you're, you know, you're smart and you're, you know, you're pretty or whatever, that you don't just go sleep with them. And you, that's true. You see what I'm saying? I agree and, with that. And and they need to reinforce that action, speak louder than words. That's right. what I always tell my son. Like if you if you're doing something. And you keep just telling me, like, sometimes my son, I'll tell him to go um, go upstairs and brush his teeth. And he's like, I'm doing it, Daddy, I'm doing it. I'll come back five minutes later, he's still sitting there. Right. And I'm like, you're not doing it because your actions aren't, you know, that's why you're getting in trouble because your actions aren't showing what what your words are. It's not matching up to your words. Right. right. So it's the same thing with, with women. I feel like you need to teach your daughter just because I could come around, and we probably all did this when we were younger, Go to girls and be like, yeah, I love you, you're cute, you this, you mm-hmm. that. You know, just to get some snacks. And, mm-hmm. uh, and if she if she bid for it, then, you know. But isn't that where you're supposed to set the, the standard for your child? Exactly. you are her first love. Thank so you. So whatever yeah. you do, she's going to look, she's not going to look for her dad out there because she has one at home. But uh, that next man is not going to be able to come to her and say, I'm a, I can do this. She's going to like, no. No, because I know my dad taught me something different, and I mm-hmm. got my dad at home. So his standards has got to be definitely high because you set those standards for them. Right, right. But what I'm saying is it has to be both. Well, what that's true. Is, but what are we talking about the fathers? We ain't talking about the fathers. Because a lot of women are raising um, daughters by themselves. Right. So what if there's no father figure in the house? I agree. And that's a whole other circus. A lot of uncles. A lot of mothers are raising little, little whores right. and not ladies. Yeah. But again, if the father is involved, the father can balance that thing out. Yeah, definitely. He can I give say, her a vision I of what it should be I say that all the time. Like, you know, right? we were blessed with a mother and a father, and both of those roles are required. Yes, yes. absolutely. I say it all the time. Like, when I got a divorce, you know, we didn't get along with each other. But we told each other in the beginning, like, look, we may not be good husband and wife, but we're going to commit to be co-parents. Exactly. You know, because it takes both. I don't care. I don't want nothing from you. I just want to make sure that you're in my children's life mm-hmm. because they need both parents mm-hmm. exactly. especially in this world today Jesus <laughs> yeah because I mean because the mother the mother can teach her how to be a lady and how right. to do some girly things mm-hmm. but again there's there are a bunch of girly girls out there who has no idea of what a real man or real relationship looks like how a man should really treat her you yeah. know because sometimes the, the the mothers their their input is kind of slanted right yeah. there's no there's no real balance right. you know maybe from hurt you know, right. they've been hurt before, right. or they know, and they know other people who've been hurt. Right. So they have to add that little twist in or there. Or you got the daughters right. that kind of taints kind of, it. Some kind of jealousy thing with them. Oh, my mom's just jealous, right. and she exactly. don't want me to be with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially if, if she's a young, beautiful I mean, thing babe, like a teenager. Teenagers right. actually think their mothers are jealous of their little stanky butts. That's true. <laughs> yeah. they really it's reality. That. Seriously. Yeah. So she just hate them because I'm young and she's not young right. anymore. Right. How can you even spit that out? Don't of your live mouth? vicariously right. through me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Definitely. I'm just, not, boo. I just want, I'm just you trying know, to be your grandmama. To, to, to direct <laughs> our daughters, you know, in a different path. Even if you're not in the home with the daughter, I think that the fathers need to be present. Absolutely. And I understand that sometimes they can't because mothers use their children as pawns. Yeah, Say it right. again. Which is so Preach. ignorant because you're hurting nobody but the child. Exactly. Woo! Amen. Right? Because eventually the man going to get fed up. Most of them will get fed up and just move on. Right. Yes. You know, but then you make it seem like it's just the father because he just took off. No, you ran him off because right. you would not let him be a part of his daughter's life or his Preach. son's life for that Preach. matter. Right. But in this case, the father needs to be in his daughter's life. You need to protect your daughter. It needs, to, it needs to start early. Absolutely. I agree. Not and yet. three is not too young, Leslie. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying they're not in the house, but I mean, right. as far as my daughter, we, we go on um, Jama Juice dates. You know? yeah. I was a little three year old's a little rambunctious for yes. men to be taken out. So. They're a handful. Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's why I said maybe like about five. <laughs> it's okay. Three and a half is all right. Go with him, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> But if you right. if you want to know if you're in like uh, what type of relationship you're in, um, first of all, if 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 you are just a hookup, uh, most likely you're not gonna see him on Saturdays and Sundays. Oh, okay, that's reserved she for the real the chick. Real one. No, seriously, <laughs> you're not you're not a priority. Right. You need, and you need to understand it. If you're not butt. spending time with his friends and he's not introducing you to any of his friends or anything like that. You're just a hookup, mm. okay? And if you're getting those spontaneous calls at 7 o'clock in the evening, that means his girl is busy and he want to hook up with somebody for something else, guess who's he calling? Mm. Guess who's going to be laying up his bed at 11 o'clock at night and then kicked out call until the next time? Right. And, uh, it, it's real talk. If he's not in, involving you in what parts of his life, like um, you're not having conversations about he not, does not care what goes on in your life or uh, sharing with you what's going on in his life, you're probably just a hookup. Mm. He's not going to be calling you back. If he's not calling you once or twice a day or texting you every now and then to check on you or whatever, you're a hookup. You're a hookup. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I'm hearing these stories over and over and over and again. I'm trying to talk to these young women like, I don't, I don't get it. Why are you trying to make something fit? That's Lord not made to fit in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. He probably well, they got, put it they got these new songs out, you know, <laughs> saying that it's, they just need you for the weekend, and you can have them during the week. So, a lot of, you know, a lot of these girls, See, are, they're, they're, they're accepting that. Off the that's radio, not cute. You know? Flipping the script. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, you get off of that script. I heard the song, and I was listening to it, and I'm like, uh -huh. for the weekend, I looked at my wife like, I mean, is this cool? Can, you know, is this what we could do these days? No. no. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but that's what's happening in these younger They're accepting it. They're accepting sure. it because it's okay to, you know. Be the side chick. Right. If you're not standing up for who you are and, and what you think your worth is, nobody else can do that for you but you. Yeah. And I and I assure you, if you don't know and you're not sure because you were not raised properly, you need to go somewhere and find some books or find some something to try to tap into um, something that's going to put you in a different direction. Mm -hmm. Because it's like it, you say these men are mistreating you or they're using you. No, you're doing it to yourself. Because the signs are there. Right. The signs are there. We just you just choose to ignore them, and then when you don't call, you keep calling. Why? Negative. Right. <laughs> That's right. Take us home, Lady D. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. <laughs> 
This has been Mother Lady D's. <laughs> Mother, Madea, Madea Lady D's. <laughs> and Kissable Nights. I do it because I love you and I want us to do better. Yeah. I really do. Yes. You can find me on um, Lady D's on, kiss, on <laughs> Kissable Nights on uh, Instagram <laughs> and Twitter and Dorsey Drew on Facebook. We're going to take a short break and after we return, we're going to be hooking up with my baby. The beautiful, the smart, the funny Miss Haley B. Woo woo. Get them. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> Case loose lip show. See, this is what happens when you live. You <laughs> gotta get it together. You gotta remember. Sorry. It is what it is. I apologize. Um, welcome, Haley B. Hey, hey. Hi, guys. This is our get lipped. How are you? We're good. How are you? Uh, uh, <laughs> your, your hair doing some weird stuff. I know. I was doing some things. I was 
mind of its own. Get it. <laughs> so, welcome to my segment, Get Lit. Well, yes. thank you. I have a sad surprise to mm-hmm. my viewers tonight. What? Aww. This is my last show. <laughs> I have to go. I almost dropped a tear. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right. I have to go to college, people. Well, okay. congratulations. congratulations. I'm not your baby anymore. Whatever. Mm. <laughs> you will always be my baby, Definitely. honey. You will I'm always joking. be my baby. I'm joking. I'm joking. So you can pack my bag. <laughs> okay. She's ready to go. <laughs> Hi, Leslie. Hey, how you doing? Uh, start college on Monday, so you know how that is. <laughs> you're going to have one. fun. No, you're going to have fun. I'm Man. so nervous. But, so first of all, I'd like to say um, thank you for trying to make a huge impact on my community and youth because I do look at my peers today and I look at them like we do need to change because I see I turn around and everybody wants to be a gangbanger or somebody that they're not mm-hmm. and I want to appreciate you for trying to make a change on us well thank you oh so <laughs> my bad thank you <laughs> so okay I'm into poli sci political science of mm-hmm. course um but I just turned 18 and I'm able to register to vote so uh, my question to you is, why would I be voting for an assemblyman? Like, what is an assemblyman? Like, what is his role? Well, yeah, a lot of people don't know what an assemblyman is, but it's, it's basically... I hope you do. <laughs> right. Right. Um, right. But basically what it is, is you, you're one part of a body of... Um, well, you have Congress, right? Yes. So it's basically the same as Congress. You have the upper house and the lower house. Okay. State assembly is the lower house. It's, you have 80 representatives. Mm-hmm. And then the state also has a state senate, which has 40 representatives. Then you have the governor, and that's the body of legislators. So basically, we make up laws that help people in their day-to-day lives in, in the, for the state of California, the entire state. So if you had to make, like, one law right now, what mm-hmm. law would you make? One law? One law. One law. Well, actually, I have, like, two laws I would make. Okay. <laughs> Give me but, two. It's a special But it's really one and a half. <laughs> so, <laughs> so a the first law, I would, and, and I'm very big on this, and this is a serious uh, topic for me, but it's basically um, criminal justice reform. Mm, yes. Uh, I want every police officer in the state of California to go through training, um, cultural training, just etiquette training, just customer service training, and Good. I want everybody to have body cams. I know um, I'm talking about police officers, of course, to have body cams and be basically trained to deal with um, civilians and minorities. But this way, a lot of us um, blacks and browns aren't getting shot in the streets because of, you know, um, because of lack of training, if that's what the case is. And then my second fantasy one, I actually just saw it it on Instagram, is uh, making it a felony to call the police on black people when they're not doing anything. Well, let's oh, go. Right. Let's go. I was like, yeah, I'll okay. sign up for that one. That would need to be federal. You know yeah, what I mean? seriously. I'll sign that one right I'll now. Yes. <laughs> I'm all for that one. Yeah, yes, so that's, yes. That's, that's big. Definitely. Like, you know me and my friends got arrested because they didn't do it? I didn't do it. So they all say, but all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something on where uh, these kids got, uh, the police called them because they didn't have a permit for the lemonade stand. Right. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I was yeah. like, that person definitely needs to go to jail for that. You know my goofy self. I'd be yeah. like, so 
do you want to eliminate first or? It's definitely gotten out of hand. Yeah, <laughs> I like I actually like that story because they called the health department on them, mm -hmm. and the health department actually wound up um, buying the permit for mm -hmm. them. Right, right, that right, was right, dope. Right, right. That was really dope. Yeah, Honestly. but yeah, they need to be ashamed of themselves. Okay, so um, I know that you have your program, um, mm -hmm. City of City of Youth. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us more about the City of Youth? Yeah, so um, City of Youth kind of started in um, my aunt's apartment. Um, I was actually sitting down. I was trying to figure out what I was. I was in college, and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do in life. Um, everything wasn't working. My dreams of the NBA didn't quite pan out, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so I was sitting there, and uh, my cousin Drew, we were sitting around talking, talking, and, and I just had this thing where, actually, let me take it back. I, I actually went to church that day, and I was um, listening to my pastor, and he said something about, like, um, if God's going to make you a street sweeper, be the best uh, street sweeper you can mm -hmm. be right. so I was like you know what God I'm tired of kind of doing it on my own let me know what you want me to do Listen. and then it kind of hit me it's weird because I don't really remember the timeline it seemed like it happened the next day but it could have happened two weeks a month I don't really remember but it kind of just hit me and I was like we gotta help kids out yeah yes right. we gotta help Definitely. the kids from where we grew up at because right. And, and at first it was kind of selfish because I was like, I don't want them to grow up and start robbing me when I get rich. Well, hey. So it was like, because I was like, you know, we're going to go into business. We're going to get Lambos and right. stuff. Right. You know? It's kind of wild these days. So, um, so then we kind of. Um, I know. You <laughs> got loose lips. Wow, you know what I mean? These millennials. I didn't even know it would get this far with the social media stuff. Right. Wow. It gets that far. It gets, it gets crazy. Like, um, so we actually started by saying we were going to open up group homes mm -hmm. and have a, a foster care. That's where the, the actual full name of City of Youth is City of Youth Foster Care because yeah. we wanted to have a, a group home and then just take in foster kids. And then this way we could actually mold them because we would be right there right. to kind of like oh, guide them. Good. But it kind of it didn't pan out because in um, when the recession hit, the county stopped giving out contracts. Oh yeah. So this was about uh, 2007. They stopped giving out contracts. So me and Drew went back to the drawing board. Like, well, what are we gonna do? And we at first we really didn't know what to do, and we just started working with after school programs, and then implemented basketball programs, fashion shows, just stuff to keep the kids busy. Yeah. Right. And we started seeing the retention of them coming back to school. So a lot of the principals would come to us and be like, well, they've been here every day because of the programs that you guys are implementing. Dope. Wow. So about a year later, we were working at a, a, a school in Pasadena, and we were approached by uh, Jamia Charter School. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, well, let's do a partnership. You guys can run the program, your program, which is called Game Plan Program, mm -hmm. setting them up uh, for success. And we would be able to give out high school diplomas once they go through their curriculum. Right. Wow. So after that, we, we, we got the school together and then opened up a couple more sites and then started graduating kids. So to the to this date, we have over 200 uh, students that graduated from our program nice. with high school diplomas. Wow. That's amazing. And we That's, run into them amazing. like... Every week, every week, Drew sending me a picture saying like, "Look, look who I ran into. I ran That's into Kevin, so cool. such and such." And a lot of times they'll be like, "You know what, Mr. Les, I didn't listen to you back then, but I was listening. Right? Like wow. I heard what you were telling me, 
Um, even if sometimes they, you know, they kept messing up and they went, let's say they went to jail or yeah, they hit their right. head a few times. When they come back out, they're like, well, you guys were telling us the truth. Isn't it lovely mm. when it clicks? Right. When it clicks, yeah. yeah. When yeah. it clicks, it's like, thank you, Jesus. Right. I mean, it's not always <laughs> like that. You know, millennials are hard-headed nowadays. Right. When I, body, I am hard-headed. Right. But to a lot of us, it, we have to learn by experience, too. You right. know, like, we hear all the stories. We see what y'all go through on TV. We hear it through our music. But in our reality, like, it's not that we want to experience it, but it's the fact that it does. Like, we do experience it. It does hit us. And we have to learn how to grow through it. Not go through it, but grow, grow through, through it. Right. And that's something that we are hard of learning, like growing through things. Some of us just get stuck in the past and still stuck going through that cycle. Right. But when it finally does click to us, when you guys finally hit us in our mind, that's when we finally realize they was right. Right. You know? I try to teach a lot of our students that uh, a wise person learns through other people's experiences. Yes. Mm -hmm. My mom used to always tell me, like, I'm doing this for you because I don't want you to go through the same yes. hurts that I went through yeah. because right. it's painful and sometimes you don't come back from those hurts. Right. So it's better if you see somebody stumble and fall or if I went through that path and I fell already, man, and I'm telling yep. you and I'm teaching you, it's wise to listen. Right. Because right. you'll either way, you're going to figure out the answer. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? When you turn 40 and either your life is in shambles or you see your friend's <laughs> life in shambles, right. you're like, wow, I'm glad I dodged that bullet. Right. Or, damn, why didn't I dodge that bullet? Right. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah. I can say, you know, I wasn't the perfect youth, you know, growing up. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. I, you know, and I tell um, James and I talk about it all the time. I'm <laughs> like, I wasn't perfect. But one day it clicked. Right. You know, yeah. and, but you got to keep trying. And that's all that matters when it clicks. Yes. You, you I was perfect. I think, I, I'm going to just say I was perfect. I almost, so. <laughs> I almost did like this. But just, you still want your kid to do better than what you've done. Yeah, but I'm still going to say I was perfect. I didn't get in trouble. I'm sorry, Black Storm. I what did you say? <laughs> black Storm, right? Black I Storm. Get in trouble. Yeah, I never got in trouble. Man. I'm a Black Storm, but I and never you know, got in trouble. Even when you tell <laughs> them different things, they still want to do it on their own and find themselves. So it's like, okay, right. I've, I've given you the blueprint. So it's for you to either follow it or design your own. I think that's like the greatest gift of being the oldest child. Thank you. Like telling my brothers, like, okay, if you do this, you're going to go to jail. If you do this, you're going to get <laughs> right. suspended. If you right. do this, you're going to get expelled. If you do this, it's going to happen. Right. And if it's you funny do this, mama going to beat you. I say that too. <laughs> and then she's not going to visit you in jail. That's <laughs> She really not. Right. She said right. it herself. Hey, I have it in quote. So many times. <laughs> I do I do have it in quotation marks. Oh, it's, 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 okay. it's there. She's not visiting you. I'm not visiting you in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask for care packages. It's there. Exactly. <laughs> Grandma will hold that's questionable. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, but me telling my brothers that you know they're boys, boys are gonna be boys. Yes. And I've settled with that. But every time they come back home, man, this happened. Man, that happened. Man, I just got suspended. Man, I just got into a fight. I told you. Right. Mm -hmm. Mom told me, I told you. That's how it goes, right? She make the rules, I enforce them, y'all listen. Exactly. Y'all want to be hard? That's cool. <laughs> Take us home, Haley. Let's go. <laughs> oh, sorry. But let's see, where can we find you on social media? Uh, social media, you can find me at Leslie Hagen Morgan on Instagram, uh, Leslie for State Assembly on Facebook. And you can go to www.lesliehagenmorgan.com for my website. Do you have any more events coming up? 
Um, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll give you a list of that. Uh, this weekend we're gonna be at the uh the Power Fest on um Manchester and um what's that Manchester and Vermont. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna mm. be out there just talking to constituents, trying to get them you know to win their votes and you know right. choose me as their next state assemblyman. It's time for another group trip, mother. Okay, got it. Nice. <laughs> so this has been my segment. Get lip. <laughs> <laughs> With Haley B, you can find me on Instagram at heyhey.6, H-A-I-H-A-I dot 6. And on Facebook at Haley Bell Lindsay, B-A-L-E, not B-E-L-L, not the beast. We're going to miss her. We are definitely going to miss her. (laughs) Oh, yes. No, love you guys. Thank you for viewing my segment. Um, Hopefully, the next person can hold get lip like I can. And nobody oh, gonna not. be there. Nobody yeah, gonna be there. no, they need their own if, if it happens. Um, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna hear from um, our future assemblyman yes. <laughs> um, yes. on what he has planned for us um, this coming election. So right. we'll be right back. Show. I'm with my mm. peeps, y'all. 
Yes. <laughs> we got a politician in the house, so we have to be um, a little um, reserved. Mm-hmm. A little reserved today. Yeah, okay. Lala mm. couldn't talk about um, eggplants mm. and basketballs. Man. And <laughs> Man. I was like, what? I didn't even get that. <laughs> you really? didn't get that? No. <laughs> picture it. <laughs> Close your eyes and just picture it. Did you get my emoji message? <laughs> I didn't get your emoji message. You guys didn't get it? I no. got it. You got it. Thank you, it. nasty. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Leslie. Yeah. Leslie. So um the election is coming up uh, November sixth. November sixth. So um what should we expect from you? Or what should the people what do you want the people to know about you? I mean we're all in your business. Now, you know, let's let's go back to your business. This is my business. Let me see if I have more questions left. Well, um I come from a diverse background, so they can expect that. Um a little bit about my story. I actually uh, grew up in Ghana, West Africa. Okay. Um, I came here when I was seven years old, moved around to L.A., um, and then ended up on the east side of South L.A. Okay. Um, back then, it was called South Central, mm-hmm. now South L.A. And uh, just growing up, um, went to school, left, went to college, went to uh, University of West Georgia, ended up at Harvard for a semester, and I came back, and really, my I, I don't want to be a politician. Mm-hmm. My issue is coming back and making sure that things are right here. Right. Um, my grandma always used to tell me when I was younger, like, doesn't matter how much money you make in this world. If you're born in a house and there's a frame that's crooked and you pass away and that frame is still crooked, you pretty much failed in life. It mm. doesn't matter about what else you've done, all the successes, all the cars, all the whatever. So my my goal is to come back and fix what's going wrong with South LA. Um, 50% dropout rates in the schools. Right. You know? mm. So we started a school. Uh, we brought two charter schools to South LA and Watts. And now other organizations are bringing schools um we um I work for the grid program, got a table okay. on the on the east side. Grid is uh gang reduction youth development. Mm-hmm. That's through the mayor's office. And we actually got a table where um OGs were like talking to each other, making sure that um they weren't just going out and retaliating when something happened. We had a table like that together at, at um uh, shout out to Kern Price. Um uh-huh. he actually used to um my we friend. actually used to hold that at his offices. <laughs> and I, my my goal is to bring bring up the quality of life in South LA. Right. Wow. Because I've been to a lot of other places in the world. I've been to London, uh Morocco, France, and they have a better quality of life over there. Yeah. You wow. know what I mean? And we, we don't in South LA and something has to change because I don't understand how we could live in one of the richest areas in the world, mm. right? The richest mm. country in the world, $20 right. trillion dollars right. in GDP, and we're still struggling to feed ourselves and take care of ourselves. That means there's something systematically wrong. I agree. And um, I feel that if I get up there and I can help be a voice for people in South L.A., and I'm not just going up there for myself because I, I at this point in my life, I don't really need anything. I just want to go and make make my community proud. Mm, and nice. voice. Definitely. I love it. That's that's dope. Thank we you. support you. Well, I appreciate it. I need yeah. all the support I, <laughs> I can do. get. Like, Definitely yeah. do. Go out and vote. Tell your friends about it. Tell them about the lawn signs. I pull up and put up lawn signs. Like, I'm in the community every right. day. I, I knock on doors every single day. So, 
if somebody wants me to come to their house and talk to Google Yeah, I think folks, I saw you doing some gardening and yeah, painting. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Gotta, yeah we, and, and that's, right. that's a lot of stuff we do uh, through City Youth and just, just through the community. Like, we have a community garden on uh, 51st and Comp- 52nd and Compton. Uh, we're on 52nd and May. We have a community center there. Um yeah. We just we just do a lot of stuff through um, through the community. We just had a backpack giveaway last weekend on 62nd in San Pedro, where we teamed up with an organization called B2 Rock mm-hmm. uh, Brothers, taking responsibility of our community, oh, wow. and That's we cool. block off uh, 62nd Street, San Pedro. And we give our backpacks, haircuts. If you need your nails done, I needed four backpacks and two haircuts. I should have called you. <laughs> you <should. laughs> Oh, so did you say nails? Yeah, if you need mm. your nails done, we got you know because a, a lot of times when you're going back to school, um, you know, growing up in that area, you really don't have too much. So if we right. can subsidize certain things, I know it's, it seems small or um, uh, not not what's the word I'm looking for um, materialistic, but sometimes it's it's a confidence yes. building. Yeah, you know what it I mean? is to so have a young lady have her nails done, her hair done. Something yeah. nice in a backpack to go to school. Now you yeah. want to go and learn. You want to go to school. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So just just things like that. We just want to uplift our community. That's cool. You That's good. Mean? So for not to cut you off, but no, for those ahead. who don't know about what you do in the community, how are you getting it out there? How do someone, for instance, if they on the other side of LA and want to be a part of what you're doing, how can they be a part of that? And and that's why um I'm glad that Drew introduced me to you guys mm-hmm. because we've done a terrible job of advertising ourselves because mm-hmm. oh, what wow. we started doing was we were we're just we were just so focused on doing the work and the work was coming in so much we had kids coming in and things like that so we just focused on the work for the last 15 years right. mm-hmm. and never really thought about marketing ourselves and yes. the outreach and things yeah. like that yeah, you so, definitely need so now yeah. we're kind of going around letting people know hey this is what we do and this that's why you're here we, right yes. that's why we're here this is what we do this is what we've been doing right. um um people were so mad at me when i started the campaign because they're like, you've done all of this stuff, right. but you got, I don't want to say, can I piss on this show? Sure. <laughs> all right, you have shitty pictures. <laughs> no real video. I, I agree. Know. That's ironic. So, we got so we got so caught up in the yes. time, I did not realize it's time for us to go. <laughs> so we want to thank you yes. for um, coming on to the show today and sharing with us. Um, I'm, 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 I'm convinced Okay. I'm convinced you're down to earth. You know, we need that in the community now. Do. You know, so thank you. And thank you, Drew, yes. for bringing them on. Um, thank you, Lady D's. Thank you, uh, Brandy Curvy J. Yes. For um, calling in. Um, shouts out to Poetess and the Morris Media Studios. And Make Huntley. sure you check them out um, if you need a home for your podcast. <laughs> and Huntley. Huntley. <laughs> and um, our producer, Kevin Nelson, and um, our exec- our other producer, um, Mr. MVIN, yes. who we love and appreciate you guys, and we miss you Definitely. terribly. But we up out of here. Uh, Lala Young, Haley B, MCK, Two Fingers in a Biscuit. Biscuit. We'll have
TV, radio, keep going.